following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app on the huge show across Michigan. NBA fans, I know you are pumped up. The wait is over. Pro basketball is back. And the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA, is celebrating with an unbeatable offer. New customers who download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up can score $200 instantly in bonus bets for throwing down $5 on the NBA. Win or lose, it doesn't matter. You'll start the season with an instant W. It is a Moneyline Monday, presented by DraftKings on the Michigan Sports Network. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. We are back live across Michigan. I was just showing Superfly Hayes from Huddle video of my son Ace, the junior offensive lineman, defensive lineman, Grand Rapids Four Souls Easter. We lost a tough one Friday night. Got to give Grand Rapids South Christian defending D4 state champs credit. The quarterback, Carson Viss, uh, Jake Verma, the receiver of Vermas. They just ran an NFL two minute drill and Beat us with a touchdown on fourth and ten, I think. Fourth and nine. 29 seconds left. Mm. Mm. But I was showing him a play earlier in the fourth quarter where my son Ace, who's 6'2", 272, right guard, there's a fumble by the Forest Hills Eastern quarterback in the backfield. Just loses control. Ace picks it up, turns against the grain, and is heading out towards the corner, and he's hauling. He looked like a running back. And then he got cut down. It was really cool. Great game. Officials missed a few calls, but you know what? These high school officials aren't pro or college officials, even though I don't have a lot of good things to say about them. They missed a call on a touchdown. Uh, They're spotting. I hope all of them are eating bowls of carrots this week before they get to their next game. Besides that, I'm over it. It was a tough loss because Big Rapids in Division Four upset powerful Whitehall, which South Christian now will host Big Rapids. We would have been the host for the quarterfinal game Friday night. So with that win, we would have been two away from Ford Field. Mm. Mm. Kids played hard, though. If your kids lay it on the line... We all can question decisions, coaching. We do. We all do it as fans, as parents. I'm sorry, you know, sports radio, it happens. But it was a big game going in and had the feel of a big game. It did. Fox 17, it was their game of the week. Our flagship station, 96, won the game. Buck Gino, Brett Bikita were there. It just, the crowd, it had the feel, man. It's, it's what I love about high school football. And I also love that my son Ace afterwards wanted to get photos with the seniors. And, and it just, his leadership, I, 
I showed um, Superfly the, the picture where he just standing for the anthem. He looked like a man. It's the first time I've ever looked at a photo of my son Ace, who just turned 17, and said, he looks like a man. Mm, it goes by fast. But I know how hard he's worked, how hard that team has worked, how hard their coaches have worked. And they had an 8-3 and three season with two home playoff games and two of the three losses were by three and a last-second touchdown to the defending D4 state champion, Grand Rapids South Christian Sailors, a great football program. I did write my son a note that I shared uh, with people that, and, and I wrote this, it was, I think it was later Friday night that I said, my man Ace, you do everything in your life for others. Your heart is real for your family, girlfriend, friends, and teammates. Your world will always be what you want it to be. Never change. I've been proud of you every day of your life. Love you, Dad. And it had nothing to do with football. Because I know what his journey was. I know how much pain he was playing in, how he's banged up every week, how hard he worked out when he was doing eight workouts a week in the offseason. And to hear people talk about his hard work and to watch it pay off against a powerful football team. He earned it. The team earned it. It's not just about Ace. It's about that great collection of offensive linemen and players who just laid it on the line every week. And it wouldn't surprise me. You know, Big Rapids is playing great football. But Danny Brown is such a good coach at South Christian and his staff. And Carson Viss, who's going to be a D1 basketball player. I think Jake Vermas is a D1 wide receiver. I don't know why teams are looking at him. And Cam Van Sokoma signed at Grand Valley State. I think he has a great future as a defensive lineman. And Ace and him were going at it, and it was a war. It had such a big feel to the game. You know, and you can't win them all. I know it's a cliche. But it just, the start to finish, it had the feel. And you all know when we've walked into a stadium where it has the feel. This is going to be a big game. This is going to be a big game. And we have, I think, what, 15 juniors starting, had an 8-1 JV team. So the future's pretty bright. Ace is only a junior. I know Tony Anise loves him. He's going to go up and visit Ferris this weekend. Tony even said, I'm really interested in what the D1 schools are going to do now that his junior year is complete. Alan True, who handles recruiting in the Midwest, and you see him on the Big Ten Network, he said, after seeing some of Ace's clips, he said he needs to get his full highlight reel now, like with an exclamation point. Which is pretty cool. And that's Ace's hard work. Has nothing to do with me. I support him. I'll do whatever I can. But I'm so damn proud of him as a person. And also, by the way, he he's honored as one of the FHE student athletes in fall sports coming up on Wednesday night. So he does it in the classroom. He does it on the football field. He treats everybody, like I said in that little note, he treats everybody with so much respect and love. Gosh, I'm just, uh, I love all my children. But 
to watch Ace do this on his own as a father, even though it's going to hurt Friday night when all those other games are ramping up and you're thinking what could have been. But I think we all do that in life, what could have been, instead of focusing on what was and how awesome that ride was. And you know what? If it was his last senior game, that would sting even more. But there's another run next year with the loaded football team for Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, and I can't wait to see it. And good luck to all the teams that advanced, because you earned it. Let's go to Clayton Safey for the Wolverine.com, another Michigan insider. It has been one crazy afternoon as Anthony Broom, who joined us earlier, uh, summed it up in a tweet, uh, Clayton. I was going through the list of what we've experienced in the last hour and a half. Chris Ballas with the Wolverine.com joined us about you know 90 minutes ago and said, get ready, there's some bombshells coming out. So this is what we've dealt with in the last 90 minutes. Potential of coaches conspiring between programs in the Big Ten to decipher Michigan signs, and I'm reading from Anthony Broom's tweet, to help aid the cause against a future opponent. The Big Ten serving up an official notice of potential discipline to the University of Michigan. Uh, the Big Ten still has nothing Lincoln wrongdoing to Harbaugh Rust, or Ross Dellinger uh, put that story out there. Wow. What an afternoon. This story is absolutely crazy. And Adam Rittenberg uh, reported that the NCAA has joined CMU trying to find out who was on the sidelines. No no one can figure that out six days later. Clay, Clay uh, just when I think, all right, this story has to hit its max point. It, it does. We get this day. It's amazing. My favorite thing is that they haven't figured out who that was on the sidelines. Six days, uh, six days. Uh, it's that. I mean, that part is the funniest part of this whole thing. Which, looking back, I think we'll all be laughing about a lot of this. Um, you know, years from now. Uh, but that one, that one cracks me up. But yeah, it's, it's been an absolutely insane afternoon. I'm glad I got eight hours of sleep last night for the first time in a while because it's been absurd. And I think there's going to be more from what we've learned coming out as well on more specifics on Larry Lage from the Associated Press, his story that, you know, an anonymous former Big Ten staffer was putting together Michigan signs and received input from other schools inspiring or or colluding, and that's against the Big Ten sportsmanship policy. And, Bill, as you know, the Big Ten sportsmanship policy is the exact policy that Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, is putting into effect right now to try to punish Michigan and Jim Harbaugh. So this could get pretty ugly if these same coaches that are outraged, you know, as we talked about last week and, and encouraging commissioner Tony Petiti to act on Michigan. Well, they may have done some things wrong as well. And if they're hoping that immediate action is taken on Jim Harbaugh, then maybe now the rabbits got the gun and, you know, immediate action could be taken on them. So that's where this thing could get really messy. I think for uh, people not named Michigan, it uh, doesn't absolve anything Michigan has allegedly done, but we can tell you right now that they're not going to take a suspension lying down. They're going to take it to the court if if they have to, uh, you know, try to get in an emergency, uh, you know, injunction for Jim Harbaugh to continue coaching, including on Saturday against Penn State. I forgot to add in that Brett McMurphy reported Michigan AD Ward Manuel not attending the college football playoff selection committee meetings because of, quote, 
ongoing investigation into Michigan's program. That's another uh, story here within the last uh, 90 minutes. Not a big surprise uh, on that because, Manuel, I'm sure they're meeting you know, nonstop right now on what to do. And I will say with the news of the day that you're Tony Petiti, the Big Ten commissioner, and if you try and single out Michigan, it, if the evidence is presented in regards to all of these reported situations today, it's the most bi- it will be the most biased penalty ever handed down by any conference, institution, or the NCAA. It will. Yeah. And, I mean, it just doesn't make any sense either to suspend – Jim Harbaugh, because as Ross Dellinger and Yahoo Sports reported, so far, and again, it's early in the Big Ten, or excuse me, in the NCAA's investigation, which they've shared information on to the Big Ten, um, but right now there's no link to Jim Harbaugh, there's no link to other coaches, and Michigan showed by suspending Connor Stallions immediately that if there is a link, you know, they would take that person off the field and they would suspend them immediately, um, but right now, in the NCAA would encourage them to do that as well, by the way, and that you know, they don't want to incur, you know, future penalties and, or, um, you know, vacate wins and stuff like that, you know, to have some sort of competitive advantage right now. Uh, they would pull them off the field, but there hasn't been that link yet. There hasn't been evidence yet. So suspending Jim Harbaugh, I understand he's in, in charge of the program, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think people at Michigan over the last few days uh, have been working around the clock uh, on what their legal case would be. And, um, you know, in terms of, how they would respond to a potential suspension to Jim Harbaugh and say this would cause you know damage to uh, to the program to this season um, you know and that there's no evidence to Jim Harbaugh it, it just does not make any sense that's kind of their case at this point um, but I agree I mean it would be it's funny because a week ago we, no one was talking about potential Big Ten punishment the Big Ten coming in out of nowhere and punishing Michigan. But now they are only after calls with Big Ten competitors, coaches, administrators, and presidents that would gain by Michigan losing here. Um, so that, you know, Tony Petiti, this is his first big decision as uh, the Big Ten's commissioner. And, uh, you know, I think things are going to get a little bit more complicated now with stuff coming out on potential wrongdoing from other opponents. That Do you, do you go and punish them immediately? That's where it gets interesting. Yeah, because based on what we're hearing uh, today, we'll go on Monday this week, and according – to the reports, Michigan has been formally notified of possible discipline, so they're going to respond. The question is, if Michigan has evidence linking other schools to sign stealing, linking other schools to investigations, linking other schools to colluding against Michigan, just like they did with 13 coaches where they asked Harbaugh not to be honest so they could talk freely, you're the Big Ten commissioner. If your your move should be right now, but now you stepped up and it's out there that you sent notice. And if you don't do anything, because you have every other member school saying, "Hey, Tony, you got to do something." Our coach is at, right, and now you get where Ryan Walters at Illinois may have had access to Michigan signals. Ohio State in two thousand and twenty two may have had access to Michigan signs, and you get the collusion. You get the Wolverine.com story last Friday about Ryan Day leading the investigation, leaking to these college football sources that his brother's firm was involved. Well, what was good today about Larry Leggy and AP going with this 
is that they're taking the home, and I'm calling you guys Homer, but the hometown people out of it and saying, look, this, this is an AP story now. There, there's your national reporter. There's your national look at this, Mr. Big Ten Commissioner. And if you're going to walk, you're going to keep walking down that path, then we're exposing the other schools. Are you going to do the sportsmanship rule on collusion? Are you going to do the sportsmanship rule uh, if it's true on Ryan Day and his family investigating his arch rival because he's worried about losing his job if he loses for the third straight time? And let's be honest, why this garbage started in the first place. And yes, I get the NCAA rule that Harbaugh will have to have some sort of punishment based on Connor Stallions being on his staff. We all understand this. Mm-hmm. But but to have the 13 coaches ask Harbaugh not to be on it to speak freely, to have the ADs twice, including Alan Haller, speak out about integrity and credibility, which is kind of humorous if you think about it, and Michigan doesn't get a chance to defend themselves, and you're Tony Petiti and you're going to do this right now? Now, what he could be doing, and let's be honest here in the game of politics, because that's what you are, a politician as the Big Ten commissioner. He sent them the notice. They're going to say things, and he can come back and say, at this time, we will allow the investigation to complete itself, and, and we'll have no further comment until then. And now he appeased that side, and he appeased the Michigan side, right? Yeah, I think that's, that's definitely um, you know, a possibility. Um, and, and you're, you're right. I want to go back to something you were, you were just saying there, uh, about how Petiti has acted already given Michigan, their notice of allegations. They have a, apparently 48 hours to respond. He's already done that. Now more news could potentially come out on this whole like conspiracy, uh, against Michigan with teams colluding and, and sharing signs together, which again is against the big 10 sportsmanship policy. Um, then now he has to act against those teams, right? Given the precedent, the dangerous Amen. one that we talked about last week that he, and, and I thought Stuart Mandel, I know you don't have a lot of love for him, but he had a great tweet just a couple minutes ago. He said, so the same schools begging the commissioner to punish Michigan. We're banding together to see <laughs> Michigan signs. Yeah. Um, it, so one, it's, it's hypocritical, obviously, if this is true. Two, it kind of proves that these schools knew that Michigan um, was very good at stealing signs, which is legal, obviously. So it wasn't that much of a competitive advantage because you have the opportunity to change your signs. Ohio State already said they did so in the 2022 game last year against Michigan. So that kind of takes the competitive advantage out of it and actually potentially gives them a competitive advantage. And people have been loosely throwing out the term cheating lately. Um, you could probably loosely throw it out there for this too. Although, you know, I would like to, to know more information before I slap the label on there, but um, it's, and, and as Stuart Mandel said in his tweet, to, to sum it up, this story gets juicier every day as we've talked about. And I think, again, from what we've heard, there are more national reporters. Like you said, I mean, it's one thing for people in Ann Arbor to be reporting on this, but there are more national reporters digging into this type of stuff on that side of the story, the colluding right now as we speak, including potentially names of schools that could come out as early as today. And I'm watching Mandel and Brett McMurphy and these guys who have kind of been quiet and laying back on this. And not mm-hmm. jumping the gun, that and even Ross Dellinger, that there's nothing connecting Harbaugh. I'm seeing a little pivot nationally because I think they realize, oh my lord, if other Big Ten schools, as Mandel said, and I shared that tweet, 
if the same schools, the 13 coaches, are calling out Michigan, you're Tony Petiti, and you get that today after you sent notice and listened to the ADs and the coaches, I'm sorry. I call up everybody and say, Michigan, uh, I apologize, and we move on. And we'll let the NCAA investigation play out. Because he, he, right. he, he, he's positioned himself to be the shortest tenured Big Ten commissioner ever if this blows up in his face. If he sat there and listened to the lies of Big Ten coaches and the lies of Big Ten ADs, and he went ahead with the punishment letter, and now all this is coming out and he never did his due diligence before the punishment letter, he'll be gone within the year. Gone. They'll make him the fall guy. I'm telling you. He, he went down a path that I knew exactly where this was going, and it's where it's at at this hour. Yeah, that, no, definitely. I mean, there's, I understand there's pressure on him from the, you know, maybe 10, 11, or I don't know if it's all 13 other Big Ten schools that want Michigan punished, but there's also pressure on him from what Michigan's going to do. And like I said, there are people around the clock not only working on Michigan's legal response, but Again, like things are going to, you know, they've opened a can of worms here where things could come out on other schools. And if the precedent is to punish them immediately, he may have to act on that. Um, you called him a politician. I agree. There are a lot of politicians involved. This has turned into kind of a political type of thing situation right now. Um, politicians don't love to admit that they're wrong. So I would probably bet against Tony Petiti doing that and, and pulling back here, um, which, I, like you said, I, I think could end in his tenure being short-lived with the Big Ten. Now, we'll see how it plays out, but I think he certainly is running the risk of that right now. Um, and, and apparently he's being advised as well by Jim Delaney, who uh, people are not overly fond of. Who hates of Michigan. In our, yeah, exactly. So the, the former Big Ten commissioner, of course, uh, before Kevin Warren, who, yeah, who doesn't have a great track record here in Ann Arbor of, of appeasing the fans here. Um, so that's, that's kind of an interesting layer as well. But there's just so so much more to this story, I think, that we're going to continue to learn. And the can of worms has officially been opened, I think. Not a can of worms, it's a can of BS. Well, I almost said <laughs> the other word, but and I know your family's listening. you got, like, nephews and nieces, and I don't want those kids That's being right. corrupted listening on our flagship station, 96 won the game, while they're having Monday night bubble pizza with Mama uh, Safey. Uh, so they get until Wednesday. If they're providing evidence of what's been alleged today towards other schools, even going back to Chris Ballas' story last Friday about evidence linking Ryan Day and the family to this, uh, that Petiti never did the investigation first, he's done. Done as Big Ten commissioner. That's my opinion. Yeah, and I think that that's an element, too. The, the PI firm that presented the evidence to the NCAA, I mean, why, if you're Michigan, why wouldn't you start investigating? And it, from what we've heard as well over the years, and this is common with a lot of schools, I believe, but you know, you, they kind of gather things that, you know, they hear about what goes on, whether it's recruiting or, or otherwise with other schools. And you kind of, uh, I think, you know, our Chris Ballas over on the Wolverine.com put it really well in an article yesterday saying it's basically like you're one of these powerful nations with nuclear weapons. You hope you never have to use them, but you do store them. You know, I think information, you know, is, is there for a lot of these schools. And if, now the precedent is that you can use that against these other schools in some sort of weird way of competing off the field to, to impact what goes on on the field. Then, uh, then I think you're looking at, 
you know, a lot of things blowing up in not only the Big Ten space, but a bunch of different schools as well. It would be interesting. Any coaches that were in that 13 or the, was it well, they add so many. How, how many are in the Big Ten right now? 14 officially right until Four, they add? 14 currently. Yeah, yep, so yep. those 13 coaches, any of those coaches, if they're ever linked to what has been reported today, including against Michigan or stealing signs or having spreadsheets that they shared, and they sat on that conference call and lied, I hope they all lose their jobs. Yeah. It, and even if there is no link, who, who's to stop the Big Ten from acting now? You know, That's that's part of it, too, because right now there's no link to Jim Harbaugh for this, and it looks like he might get punished. So that's that's where it gets Yeah, crazy. Big Ten. I, I, hey, hold on. Right here we're yeah. getting the latest from the Big Ten. They banned me for two shows under the Big Ten sportsmanship policy. You take that to court, huge. You take that to court. Uh, right I've, now. I've had enough of court for a while. I think we'll just. <laughs> I think I'll slow down on that just a little bit there, Clayton Safey. <laughs> hey, buddy, good stuff as always. Uh, you, uh, Anthony Broom, Chris Ballas, uh, the best sources, uh, opinions that are spot on at thewolverine.com, Johnny Borden, Doug Skeen, and more. You want to follow this story, go to thewolverine.com. Clayton, thank you for your time. Appreciate you. Have a great week. Yeah, this story, just everything. Rolling out. Hey, how about Ryan Walters? Talk about he could be one and done at Purdue in this. One and done. One and done, Captain Dog Meat. One and done. Somebody say, hey, one and done. You want to join in? Our Honolulu Blue, huge question of the day, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. What's your thoughts on the latest and everything connected to this Michigan story? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. The Detroit Lions were on the bye this past weekend with a 6-2 record at the midway point of the season. The defense currently ranks 5th in yards allowed per game, 2nd best in rushing yards against, and 14th in average points against Etch's 20.6. Offensively, Detroit is currently 2nd in yards per game, 8th in average scoring, and quarterback Jared Goff went into the weekend at 4th in total yards passing, 9th in rating, QBR, and touchdown passes thrown. A lot of people have asked about Jameer Gibbs at the 12th overall selection in this past year's draft, and that's all fine and dandy as long as you remember that that trade netted Lions tight end Sam Laporta as well. The two fabulous freshmen are the only two rookie teammates to combine for 1,000-plus yards thus far this season. Not too shabby for Campbell and company. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement. 
ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's a Black Friday freefall every week in November. Each week, nab the best deal around with drawings from 3 to 11 p.m. Every hour, four lucky players will win up to $1,000 premium play. Don't miss a moment of the excitement. It's Black Friday freefall. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan, the only show where the people have a voice. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Busy afternoon on the Big Ten Michigan front. Big Ten sent a notice about possible discipline. Michigan has until Wednesday to respond. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports College football writer, said... NCAA's evidence so far doesn't link Harbaugh to Connor Stallions and what he did. AP reporting that multiple Big Ten schools may have colluded on a spreadsheet, sign-stealing, Ward Manuel excused himself from the college football playoff committee meetings because of the ongoing investigation. Hey, it's only Monday. My lord. Let's go talk to Graham Couch, opinion maker, Couch in the Rube podcast. Uh, he joins us here on the Huge Show. How you doing, my friend? And also Lansing State Journal, opinion maker. What's happening? Yeah, I'm doing well. It's, it's uh, a, a boring month. Nothing happening, so. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah you, you start this season with Mel Tucker's story, or early on in the season, and you take it through this, there's never been any focus on an actual football game, Michigan State or Michigan, all year long. I'm talking yeah, about no, from the, the 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 media types like us, for the most part. Yeah, you really haven't had it. And part of that stems from just a you know fairly weak Big Ten. Um, so Michigan really hasn't played anybody yet of like that's a threat to them. They, they will this you know against Penn State and then, and then Ohio State, but it's kind of a two game season for them and. The rest of the league really isn't all that relevant, so that that adds to it too because you just don't get these epic games that, that that we're sort of crescendoing into week after week like you sometimes do, and then you get 
juicy stories that, and, and, and frankly, that are, you know, I mean, they're impacting potentially on the field. So, I mean, if, if Jim Harbaugh is suspended, that, that would mean something to Michigan. That's a, that's a big deal. So it is, it is a big story or if there are any other, um, you know, ramifications for it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, but you're right. We haven't gotten the usual, I mean, as good as Michigan is, and they, this might be the best team they've had, um, certainly since I've been an adult. Uh, and uh, it's just, there's not a lot of focus on it right now. How do you think it plays out? What's your gut feeling? My gut is that Harbaugh gets a like a two game suspension. I agree, and is back for Ohio State. and And I think if you're Michigan, to be honest, like you, you don't hate it because there's something that it won't appease everybody. But what, what you want to do if you're Michigan is you want you do not want this great season you're having. This best team, you may you may not have a team this good for a long time. You may not have Harbaugh beyond this season. Who knows? But you don't want this season to be some asterisk season. So if there is a punishment of some sort, I think that helps to, you know, maybe get rid of that a little bit because Harbaugh may not have had anything that he may have, you know, my guess is, I mean, this Connor Stallion's character is, is quite a character, right? It, it, you can see how he could have done some things that, um, I don't know. If, I wouldn't say he's completely rogue. I would be surprised if nobody else in the program had any idea that there was video or things coming in that they shouldn't have had. But you can see how he would be operating without Jim Harbaugh knowing, right? And, and yet, like any CEO, like anybody, when it's your program and your program is benefiting from something that breaks the rules or your program somewhere is breaking the rules, the CEO, the head coach, there is accountability there, and and I think in some ways, if you're Michigan, and, and not that there's any ability before an NCAA investigation to vacate wins or anything like that, but you would rather, like losing Harbaugh is, I mean, it's, it's not nothing, but it's a lot less of a deal than if you actually go by the idea that what they did created such an advantage that like wins and losses ought to be revisited. I mean, that, you'd much rather lose your coach for a couple of days than, than, than or a couple of games than anything more than that. Graham, uh, busy afternoon. Uh, we'll catch up, talk hoops and MSU and the coaching search down the road. You take care of my man, all right? All right, sounds good. Take care. All right, Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal, opinion maker, Couch in the Root podcast, joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. One final segment straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Earn bonus points with M-Perks at Meyer for just one more way to save this holiday season. Shop groceries, apparel, gifts, and more, and earn points on it all. And right now, earn two times the points for every dollar you spend on select Meyer brand food. Earn points every time you shop and redeem them anytime you want. Make Meyer your one-stop shop for everything you need this holiday season. And with M-Perks, you'll save even more. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for my friends at Urban U. They're Michigan's best med spa. Now they have multiple locations in the Grand Rapids metro area, and you'll find an Urban U location in Northville on the east side of the state. And this is a message for any guy listening right now. 
How often do you think about your skin health care? Well, Urban U has multiple options that could help you immediately. Whether you work out a lot, you run, your job requires a lot of sweating, you need to think about your skin health care, and Urban U can help you, hydrofacials, and so much more, or even your kids. Think about that if your son, your daughter's playing a lot of sports and they're having trouble with their skin health care. Urban U has options that can help today. Just go to theurbanu.com to find out more. Locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Go to theurbanu.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Book your stay this fall in luxurious first-class room and receive $50 premium flight, a $20 spa credit, and a $25 dining credit. Rates are just $289 a night, Sunday through Thursday, and $339 on Fridays and Saturdays. Reserve your room now, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. I ran into my good friend Ken Sanders, who's a local attorney here in West Michigan. Uh, he is the king of due process. I think that's on his business card. want to get his thoughts about Michigan uh, being hammered without an investigation, at least for the time being. They get 48 hours to respond. Uh, in your mind, Ken, and by the way, welcome into the studio, my friend. Thank you, Bill. Define due process from your viewpoint as an attorney. Well, due process, my opinion is that you need and it's required that you get notice of what you're called upon to defend. And that's what they did today, the Big Ten. Actual notice. You know, it can't be just, it's got to be actual notice. But you also have to have an opportunity to defend. So the due process is notice, opportunity to defend. And, you know, if someone's going to jam you up and say you got 48 hours, is that really giving you adequate time to defend and and so due process is important uh, so in your world as an attorney for over 35 years 40 oh excuse me i was i was being nice you, you do look good you look like you <laughs> lost some weight and your hair looks uh, much darker than it did the last time i saw you is that uh has social network influenced courtrooms and decisions do you think it has? Social I, networks, plural. I think it has. And I think the, the, the problem is, is that everything is now open, exposed, uh, allegations, accusations. Uh, it gets fed into the stream of consciousness of people that might have a grudge against the school or a person right away and just, you know, takes it for granted that it must be true. And I think that's a real problem because, um, you know, it's that conviction in the court of public opinion versus a court of law. Yeah, you you are guilty until proven innocent on Twitter, Facebook, uh, TikTok, whatever it is, any social network. I think you're right, and that's the sad part about it because it's just hit the send button. 
All right. Uh, speaking of hitting the send button and the launch button, uh, Colin Carr, you and I uh, talk often. Uh, that freshman, his athleticism, maybe Jason Richardson coming in uh, would be comparable. But Tom Izzo, they begin their season tonight against James Madison, and this could be a national championship year for the Spartans. It could be. And uh, I would call Mr. Carr gravity-defying uh, watching him uh, during that exhibition game uh, was amazing. And I think he's the kind of guy, Bill, that could average 10 points in a season and never shoot a jump shot or a free throw uh, because it's it's high jams. It, th- that weak side block that he had, I thought, was absolutely amazing from the athleticism. Uh, and this kid's just a freshman. He's raw. And so uh, he's got a lot of learning to do, but yet that talent is is there, and it's it's going to be an interesting season because we've got, you know, the guys that came back for that fifth year, Walker and Hogart or Walker and Hall, and you got you know Hogart and Atkins and even Holloman uh, to run that uh, that backcourt, and um, hoping that um, Kolar gets back, but Cooper impresses me early uh, that you know he's 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 improved. Break it down, Canada. Uh, yes, you know. Sissoko uh, just got to squeeze the pillow. Oh, my God, you going to work? Are you yeah. working the James Madison-Michigan yeah. State game tonight, Kenny? Well, I, I might. And, you know, they're uh, picked to win their um, – th- <laughs> Do your homework they, all they the time. They are picked to win their division. And this is not just a light game. Izzo never schedules light games. I and know. Then, and then they're coming up with uh, Duke and Arizona and Baylor all in a month. I love it, Ken. So it's a test. It's going to be fun. All right. Ken Sanders, local attorney, West Michigan uh, – you know, you live out near Gracewell Golf Course. You and I are avid golfers. We've talked about golf, that a lot of these public courses are going away because they're being sold for developments. Uh, there's a vote tomorrow in Alpine Township, northwest side of Grand Rapids that uh, you're close to. Explain what's happening tomorrow and what's on the line in Alpine Township. Sure, and I'll try to be quick because I, I can talk forever about this topic. Uh, tomorrow is a vote uh, that we're asking the voters of Alpine Township to vote no on. It's the no on the rezoning of this golf course to an OSNPUD. Won't get into all that, all that, what that means, but uh, this is a developer that wants to put 538 homes on about 108 acres. Uh, it's going to do some real damage to uh, uh, the woodlands there. It's going to be clear cutting the the whole golf course, which is a tragedy. It's going to lose that. Uh, and rural nature uh, of what Alpine Township is. There's going to be uh, traffic problems. Can you imagine, Billy, uh, having 4,200 cars uh, per day uh, in the stream of cars on the very busy uh, section of Grand Rapids, uh, Alpine Township? 4,200 new cars every day. You got Kennel Hills High School and you've got all these other businesses along Four Mile. Uh, it's just going to be a nightmare. And the saddest part about this is that this developer, uh, you know, in his defense is saying that, well, it's either this or that. And there is no that before this commission ever. Uh, and what they're doing is trying to scare us with if we don't vote yes on this plan, uh, then you're going to get something a lot worse. Well, that's not even before the commission. It's never been looked at. Uh, and if they think this uh, this plan is is something that uh, everybody wants, um, I hope the voters of Alpine Township tomorrow say no. Uh, what all that would do is just require them to come back, revisit it, maybe scale down the houses, consider the traffic, the water, uh, but maintaining a rural um, nature of what Alpine Township is. So I'm encouraging everybody who's listening that lives in Alpine Township, registered voter, to vote no. 
uh, tomorrow uh, is very important uh, to maintain that uh, character of Alpine Township. Yeah, election days are important for everybody across the state to maintain uh, character. And Gracewell Golf Course isn't coming back. I did mention in, in the Alpine Township that the Alpine Golf Club uh, bought by Nick Lipinski, so that will remain an option there for public play. But a lot of public courses going away. Ken Sanders, local attorney, good friend, uh, loves golf, loves his Spartans. Uh, went to the Tom Sachs School of Male Cheerleading, dropped out early because Tom uh, got a master's uh, in that. So Tom is still um, a male try- cheerleader. He, yeah. He's trying to still cheerlead. I know he is. He so. is. He's a, And Michigan State fans are good people. A lot of people might call me a Michigan homer, but that's why I bring an attorney in to defend uh, myself. <laughs> Saturday was a big win for those Spartan football players. You got to feel sorry for them in a sense, or your heart has to go out. Tough year. Uh, but you know what? They're all going to practice, working hard, and they're going to be back, and they're going to keep playing hard. And it was good for the seniors and good for the kids. And I had to give Ken the wrap-up sign. Ken, good stuff. Thank you all for right, stopping buddy. in studio. Yeah, Thanks for having Ken me. Ken Sanders, over 40 years, one of the best attorneys Uh, in the state of Michigan, joining us and a good friend of the show. 24-7, everything you need is free at thehugeshow.net. Big. Bad. Huge.